Let's now then catch up with cars and more from America's oldest exhibition of its kind, the annual New York International Auto Show, wrapping up on Sunday after just over a week demonstrating the industry's latest trends. And cars have been in the public domain agenda for some time, particularly lately when we've been talking about stories concerning the dangers of of autonomous vehicles, for example, AVs as they're often known. Chris Duke, executive producer and host of Motors TV, now joins us. Thank you very much for taking the time. Thanks for having me on your show, Alex. So this has a long history, over 100 years, this show. Uh, it's a place where you can also, though, check out the latest cutting-edge vehicles. Uh, what were some of the um, cool vehicles, if you like, that drew your attention this year, the trendy ones? Well, there's a lot of crossovers, trucks, and SUVs, of course, and no auto show is, uh, is complete without some uh, concept vehicles. Uh, Genesis had an Essentia. Ascentia, I think is how you say it, um, which is a multi-motor EV, a completely EV vehicle, uh, just absolutely gorgeous, just beautiful lines, zero to 60 in three seconds, but it's a concept. It's a concept of showing new technology that can go into future vehicles, uh, all vehicle manufacturers showcase uh, vehicles like that. But I'm a truck guy, and so the one that just stole the show for me was the uh, new GMC Sierra AT4. Uh, it's their off-road uh, pickup truck. Um, comes in three different um, engine levels uh, of 5.3-liter uh, V8, 6.2-liter V8. So the V8s are still still out there, especially when it comes to the big vehicles like the trucks, as well as a 3-liter diesel inline six. But um, two of the really cool things that it had, in addition to some of the off-road features, um, like a like a, a two-inch lift kit and Rancho Monotube shocks and mud-ready Goodyear tires, but some innovative stuff that they've done that other pickup trucks aren't doing yet is um, a carbon fiber bed. Um, you know, a couple years ago, Ford went with the aluminum bed. Um, they just skipped right over aluminum, went straight to carbon fiber. Now, it's a carbon fiber composite. It's called a Carbon Pro, but that obviously lets up a lot of weight in the vehicle giving it uh, more fuel efficiency. Um, and then the other big innovation that they've got is this um, multi-pro tailgate. Multi-pro tailgate is what they call it, which to me it's like a Transformers tailgate. It just changes and modifies itself um, to make loading and unloading and working around the bed of the truck a lot easier. It's just crazy what you can do. It's got little trap doors that kind of fold up inside that allow you to walk right into the bed. It's uh, some, some cool stuff there. Well, trucks don't do particularly well in the Korean market, at least when it comes to everyday non-commercial driving. But the the new FTA between the U.S. and and South Korea has this mention of pickup trucks particularly, banning Mm -hmm. Korean trucks of that kind from entering the U.S. market for another 25 years. And and I know there's still contention over this FTA, but it, it goes to show how concerned the U.S. is over that market. Is there actually then a bit of a booming economy in that particular area locally? Yeah, there always has been in the pickup truck market. For example, last year, the two top-selling trucks in the U.S. were, uh, I'm sorry, two top-selling vehicles in all uh, categories, all segments, were pickup trucks. And that continues uh, this year, especially with the trend of uh, pickup trucks and SUVs and crossovers. So um, that is more so than ever the trend here in the U.S. 
what we do do here in South Korea is try and reach that middle ground with the SUV market, mm-hmm. don't we? And, and certainly there's a yeah. fair few Korean examples of those going into the US and many other countries. Uh, were you impressed sure. by any developments there? Um, no, I, it was a strong representation from all vehicle manufacturers going to crossovers and uh, um, in, in two different flavors, the mid-size as well as the larger ones, uh, which kind of blur the lines between crossovers and SUVs. But, um, yeah, all, all vehicle manufacturers were pretty much out uh, with all of their bigger vehicles this year. And, and that, that holds true for the previous auto shows that happened uh, earlier this year, like the Detroit International Auto Show and the Los Angeles Auto Show. It was all big in crossovers, SUVs, and pickup trucks. Yeah, I recently uh, entered the SUV market here in, in South Korea myself. And when I was looking at uh, the options in, in the last few months, I mean, it struck me that on the interior, there's not a great deal of difference between them, certainly in terms of the electronic features available. Uh, but as we move forward, that's going to keep developing. And I thought it was interesting that GM had a new feature called Marketplace. Many cars showcasing infotainment centers Mm -hmm. how rapidly do you see that changing based on what was shown this year well the you know consumers are used to having their phones and tablets at home and they want that same kind of experience when they get into their vehicle and so apple carplay and android auto um, are more or less standard these days there's still a few vehicle manufacturers that haven't uh, quite stepped up to current times, but uh, people want these bigger displays. They they want to be able to do more with them. And um, one of the things that ge- all General Motors vehicles have right now is 4G LTE um, wireless coming to all the vehicles, and and that provides Wi-Fi for uh, passengers if they want it. Now that's a, an additional fee per month, of course, but the vehicle also has that. And so what that allows the vehicles to have is over-the-air updates, much like your mobile phone and your tablets and uh, and and whatnot. Um, and so one of the things that GM did to take advantage of this is they introduced something in December called the, the marketplace. Marketplace, and in in the matter of days or weeks, uh, I'm not sure exactly, but all 1.9 million vehicles in December got this new feature because it was just delivered over the air to all these different vehicles, and it's called the Marketplace. Um, The best way that I could describe it to you, uh, since you can't see it, since we're on radio, is to think of it kind of like your phone with apps, so kind of like an app store. Um, And the apps are very limited right now. But it's, I would say it's in its infancy, but it's growing. So right now you can, you can tap an icon, an app, to um, order you know, Dunkin' Donuts, coffee and donuts, and Starbucks is coming next, and, and other retailers. And there's also discounts that pop up on the display depending on where you are, close mm-hmm. to local businesses and whatnot. So this, is going, this trend is going to continue to improve, and I think... It's going to, uh, you know, it's, like I said, it's in its infancy right now, but over time it's going to continue to grow, and we're talking about autonomous vehicles as well um, and semi-autonomous vehicles and uh, being able to do more in the vehicle. Yes, indeed. If your car's doing the driving have. for you, you, you want to have <laughs> more things to yeah. do, and you'll be able to yeah. watch movies. You'll be able to watch 
well, all sorts of things, won't you? Uh, and order all sorts of things via your screens in the cars. And the screens are there. We just yep. need to be able to do more with them. But speaking of exactly. AVs, autonomous vehicles, they've taken a bit of a hit lately with those accidents involving Uber and, and Tesla. The longer-term curve surely is in their favor, though, isn't it? Yeah, it is. And the reason is because of uh, just fewer accidents, um, less maintenance on the vehicle. They drive safer. So, um, yeah, there's been a couple of hiccups. But I think with any new technology, you're going to have that. And I don't mean to sound, you know, frank about it because, you know, there have been some casualties. But um, the technology is improving. It's you know, if people are expecting fully autonomous vehicles within, you know, the next four years, um, it's probably not going to happen, you know, five, six years from now, a little bit beyond that. I think it's going to be more commonplace. Where you're going to start seeing those is with some of the ride-sharing services. They're, they are really going after them, and the reason is because um, those vehicles can get more miles and stretch those vehicles um, out a lot longer. In fact, um, you know, some of the targets for some of these ride-sharing services are looking at these vehicles to go 300,000 miles. And, and that's possible because of, you know, hybrids and EVs and yes. just having less maintenance with the brakes and everything else. So it's definitely possible. So, Yeah, where EV meets AV probably is the future. Yeah. And we don't have time to go into it, but um, I really find it interesting how the interior and shape of cars will evolve as well. There, there won't be any need for the traditional five seats all pointing in the same direction model in a car if it's driving itself. Chris Duke, executive producer and host of Motors TV, wonderful to have you on the line. Thanks for having me. I really appreciate it.